The following program is paid for by the Springdale Golf Club. The views and information expressed are the opinions of its host and her guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the station, management, or its ownership. It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Members, friends, and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun, and I will be here entertaining you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. You know, you can listen anywhere at 920thejersey.com. Just hit that listen now button. Wade, here we go. It's Friday afternoon there, Wade Weezer. Thanks for your job there in the opening. I appreciate that. You know, I've been channeling my, uh, I guess my, um, I went to St. Joe's in Metuchen, and we used to have these high school dances, and uh, that's the Smiths there from about 19, mid-1980s, uh, the song How Soon Is Now. And, um, you know, I played it for the song of the week because kind of what the title and what the song represents is How Soon Is Now. And we're talking to a, a very vanguard guy today here on the show. We'll get to him in a second. But, uh, you know, lately we've had some NXS and some Smiths. You know, I'm, I'm taking you back a couple of years. How do you feel about it? How was your week today? What? How was my week today? How, how was your week today? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't feel like a week, so I guess it was pretty good. All right. Well, you know, we wrap it all up into one big day here in Springfield Golf. Old playing this music. Though. Oh, come on now. Well, I, I, I love it. I don't know what's coming in, in the second part, but uh, whatever you have concocted, uh, I look forward to it. And uh, you know what? You know what I have concocted today is that we we're going to have a really fun show today because we have got this. Like I mentioned, this Vanguard guest on this week. I mean, he's the instruction editor for Golf.com and Golf Magazine. And last week he hosted the Top 100 Instructor Summit, and uh, now he's here to tell us all about it. So we've got Luke Cardenine on the line. Welcome back to Springdale golf live how are you today luke oh, i'm doing great and thanks so much for having me back i'm uh, looking forward to it yeah well you know what i was following along to everything that was going on last week that you guys were doing there with golf.com and the top 100 summit and it just looked like it was really really engaging entertaining stuff and and I, you know so i reached out to you i said man i want to talk about this next friday on the show and you know i'm so happy you had the time to come on and um you know discuss this but before we get into all of that you know how's your 2019 been you were you were on with us back in february and uh we've gone through a full golfing season here how's this year been for you guys wow was it back in february time really flies um but yeah no everything's been great you know it's been a really good year for golf.com and golf magazine and a really fun one for me personally too you know we a lot of big things happened this year we had a you know, we, we launched our list of golf top 100 teachers. We obviously just hosted the summit, which we're going to talk more about. We, uh, you know, it's live on the site right now. We just announced our top 100 courses in the world. Um, we redesigned the magazine. We redesigned the website. Uh, some sort of record breaking audience gain. So it's really just been so, so much fun across the board. And I'm just so grateful, uh, for all the golf fans out there that were hopefully helping, uh, helping make the, make their games just a little bit better. Well, there's no doubt you're helping making their games a little bit better. But, you know, for just a second, let's talk about you. Of all these things that you put your heart and soul into this year and you and the team over there at Golf.com, what accomplishment are you guys most proud of, you know, so far? 
Oh man, there's so many good things. Like I was saying, uh, I, I think from me personally, obviously living in the instruction world as much as I do, um, I think the summer. I mean, maybe it's a fresh in my mind, so I'm biased, but that was a really fun, uh, fun and rewarding moment to me. You know, I'd, I'd never really hosted an event of that scale before. I mean, the summit was it, it had more people there than my wedding. You know, <laughs> it was, uh, it, it was very, uh, it was very, uh, it was daunting for a while figuring out how to plan all this, but it was obviously all, all, all good fun along the way too. And just seeing it all come together and everybody having a great time and learning a lot. That was something that's going to, that's going to live long in the memory. All right. Well, that's the perfect lead in. So let, let's get into it then. Let's talk about this Top 100 Instructor Summit. Now, basically, just to give the listeners a little bit of background, the Top 100 Instructor List, um, year in and year out, started back in 1991 by Golf Magazine. And certainly it's one of the lists and one of the most difficult lists to get on as an instructor in the world of golf. And this year you guys put together this, like, you know, really proactive and engaging summit, right? So where were you? Who hosted it? Try to. Give me a little bit of just like the format of the run of show. Let's start there. Yeah, so exactly. So every two years, we come out with our list of top 100 teachers. And, you know, this is something, this is a franchise of ours that we're really proud of. Because, um, you know, this isn't sort of a, a popularity contest or anything. This is a, a painstaking process with a, a Supreme Court-like committee who sits down, takes applications, uh, you know, evaluates the evidence, goes out and interviews people, students, other teachers. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole process that we put a lot of time into because we're really trying to help uh, connect, uh, connect students with teachers they may be looking for. Um, and so sort of to commemorate the new teachers on that list and, uh, every two years we host a summit where we basically treat it as the sort of MIT sports analytics conference, but for golf. You know, that's kind of the vision that I had for it. And uh, we hadn't done one of these in four years just because, um, you know, the the brand was sold to Howard Milstein, who's the new owner, and, uh, you know, something that we haven't done for a while. So this was us sort of bringing it back, and it was a big moment for us. First one in four years, first one under the new ownership, um, big new list of teachers to welcome in. And uh, it's really sort of just a... It's our uh, it's our attempt to just give something back to golf. Really, it's not something we do for profit or for any other gain apart from just trying to help connect teachers and help uh, help inform them with some of the latest information that are out there that may, they may not have access to all the time. So we decided to bring it back to Pinehurst Resort, which has sort of been a long time partner of Golf.com, Golf Magazine. My first time at Pinehurst, and what a beautiful place it is and invited some of the brightest minds in golf today to come and speak. Well, I tell you, all signs online point to the fact that you guys just blew it out of the park. And uh, so congratulations to you and Howard and Ashley and everyone over there on the team at, at golf.com. Excellent job. And, you know, over the course of the couple of years now that we've been doing Springdale Golf Live, I've had a number of the guys um, that have been on your list, like Jeff Smith, David Orr, Jason Bale, Jason Carbone. I mean, these guys have been on the show and, you know, it's got to be pretty tough to make this list, um, let alone, you know, know, be someone that presented at the summit. So there were presentations that you all had people do um, during the, you know, the course of the entire summit. How did you come up with the presentation schedule and who presented? And let's start there. Yeah. So, you know, my goal um, when devising this schedule was twofold, really. The first is trying to present 
uh, diversity of information from a lot of different voices. You know, so this is um, everybody from people who aren't top 100 teachers, um, people like Mark Brody, for instance, or Scott Fawcett, because they're, you know, they're, they, they don't teach golf there. One, Brody's a columnist of ours, and he's obviously a renowned statistician, and, and Fawcett's the same, but they all have really information interesting information that pertains to teachers. So um, we wanted that level. We wanted Hall of Fame teachers, which is why we invited the likes of uh, Chuck Cook and Mike Adams, two absolute legendary teachers in the game, to come and present their new findings. And also we wanted to highlight some of the new voices on the list, guys like George Gankus, who's a good friend of mine, guys like David Orr. Um, so, you know, trying to capture that wide range of information um, and also to sort of uh, tip our hat uh, and pay tribute to the stake, the, the, the stakeholders of the game. You know, that's why we invited Susie Whaley to come and kick off the summit, which was just such an honor from that perspective too, to have the PGA president there and a top 100 teacher to sort of uh, share her vision about the game. So um, really, it's helping to bring information to light that teachers may not always uh, have access to all the time, and also to present a diversity of that information. All right. Well, that sounds like a really cool game plan, which which certainly has caught my eye and, and, and other instructors and other PGA professionals across the country who are following what you all were posting and the content that was there. And then the people that are on the side that are giving their perspective on what was happening and, and they're they're putting you know snippets of what was going on there online. And it just turned out to be a really cool thing. But as the guy who's in the center of the arena, you who's running the whole thing, who put this together, the mastermind behind it. I, I want to ask you a couple questions. So these presentations happened. What presentation or what bit of information surprised you the most? Let's see. There's so much interesting information. I mean, it was fantastic and really interesting to see uh, Michael Jacobs, a sort of local guy, getting up and doing his thing. He's done some groundbreaking research in the area of 3D uh, around the golf swing. Seeing George Gankers give a lesson too. Um, was really great to see him sort of in his element and helping a couple other golf.com staffers sort out their swing. Um, I had a soft spot for Mark Brody's presentation, which I thought was really fascinating stuff. Um, I mean, he's a columnist for us for a reason because the guy is just so far ahead of the curve in so many different ways. And he was just presenting all kinds of information you know, backed up by statistics about you know, when there's water short and bunkers left and right of the green, how often should you lay up in that situation? Uh, how, 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 how are amateurs hitting sort of downhill 12 foot putts compared to how pros hit downhill 12 foot putts? And, you know, one of the things he found is that pros hit their putts just on the whole a lot harder inside 12 feet than amateurs who tend to get very defensive. And that's one of the reasons why they hold more of them, frankly, because uh, they're not afraid of leaving themselves sort of a longer putt coming back, whereas a lot of amateurs are almost playing for that second putt when they're hitting their first one. So I just thought it was jam-packed with really interesting, really useful information. Well, it sounds like it was pretty fun, too, because if you had Gigi do a live lesson, you know, and you, and you had a lot of traditional teachers, too, everyone sees him online. Um, does his passion and his energy and his fun aspect come across when he's given a live lesson? How did the crowd receive that whole moment? I was very curious to see, um, you know, across the full spectrum of teachers that were there, how, you know, what their reaction was to him. How did that go through? 
Oh, it was great. You know, George absolutely rocked it. And look, like teaching a live lesson isn't easy. You've got a crowd full of people and you've got the student who's usually kind of nervous because you've got all these instruction minds sort of peering and looking over. And George is such a big figure in golf instruction at the moment. And uh, it was just so great to see him up there and do his thing. And of course, you know, it's it, he's not he's not in is you're never going to replicate the perfect ideal lesson environment uh, entirely, right? Like, he, if we, it would just be impossible to do that at a summit like this. But George rolled with the punches so well, and uh, I think he put on a really good lesson. And his personality is just absolutely uh, infectious, the way he talks about the golf swing. The guy just absolutely loves golf. And one thing that I think a lot of people miss about George is that he has some really good information backing up some of the, a lot of the stuff he says. Um, you know, he's not guessing here. Uh, he's not, he is a, there's a, there's a, he's always trying to get guys matched up and there's data to back it up and he's proving why this is, this is why we should be doing certain things and this is how we can generate speed and this is how we can control the club face. And it's, uh, I think that's in, in many ways, that's sort of an underrated aspect of his teaching because he's not just this method guy who goes out there and is just kind of a showman. Uh, on the contrary, you know, he is just uh, one of the sharpest minds in the game at the moment. Well, you know what, folks? We're on the line here with Luke Curdenine, and Luke is the instruction editor for Golf Magazine, Golf.com, and we're getting an insider recap to last week's Top 100 Instructor Summit down at Pinehurst. And I want to shift gears for a second. So all that is now, you know, it happened, and you have this, you know, a collection of data and information and research and get-together and networking, right? So what's the next step, right? You know, you have been quoted as saying that, you know, digital media gets me going. I love figuring out why people like content and why ideas fly through the internet. That's what drives me the most. So that's so that's an LKD quote there from you, right? So what are you guys going to do with all of this Vanguard information that you, you haven't had a summit in four years, your words, and now you had this like huge opportunity? You know, so what are you going to do to continue to lead the industry and what you're putting out there in content? Absolutely. So, you know, you're going to see a lot of this information begin being brought onto sort of golf magazine, golf.com platform to, to look for that sort of on the website and magazine and all those and, and all that good stuff. Um, and videos obviously too. Um, and, uh, we've got all kinds of exciting things planned really. I mean, we're always trying to figure out ways, uh, to get better and to just improve our own, um, and to improve the way that we deliver sort of game improvement. Uh, information. And that was something that, uh, you know, at the summit really shined through. I mean, there's so many ma names mentioned. One of those speakers, uh, who presented with Bramble Shambly and, uh, Lucas Wald. And I'm telling you, Lucas is just such a, just fascinating guy being able to, you know, pull up a clip from 60 years ago and see the likes of Hogan and Nicholas and explain different movements and in their body. And then we can go and, talk about Mike Adams, who's been studying this stuff for years, and then clip of the Ganker. So that, those kind of voices that we rep, that, that were at play in the summit is something that I hope to cultivate on sort of a daily basis on our platform. On a daily basis, right? Uh, absolutely, because the website never sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, this is true, and, and and neither do we here at Springdale Golf Live, which which brings me to the next part. And uh, you're familiar with this before, but you know, back in February, we were just kind of finding our way with our little tradition here on Springdale Golf Live, which is the old uh, rapid fire Q and A. Uh, and recently, we've been hitting our stride. So I hope you're up for the new challenge. You know, I know you've been down this road before, but uh, I've got some new questions for you, Mr. Luke Cardenine, and uh, I'm curious to see how you do here. Are you up for this? I'm up for it. Let's let's go. All right. Um, a podcast you listen to outside of golf? A podcast I listen to? I love the how I built this podcast from NPR. Um, that's one of my non-soccer or golf podcasts that I, that I listen to and always learn a lot from. How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? I'm pretty quick at getting ready. About, you know, 15, 20 minutes. All right. Good man. Uh, biggest pet peeve on a practice range? Uh, some guy who is divots patterns is all over the place. Not, nothing worse than that. Spoiling it for the next guy. App you use the most on your phone? Uh, probably Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. If you were stranded on an island and could bring one training aid, what would it be? Ooh, that is a good question because I'm a big training aid guy. Um, it would probably be a putting training aid. Uh, maybe like... The Navigator, you know, this is it. It sort of looks like a periscope you attach to your golf club. Really, really low tech and really simple, and it works. So probably the Navigator. All right, we'll have, we're going to have the uh, Fox Sports uh, researchers look into that on Google in just a minute here. All right, uh, if you had a yacht, what would you call it? Ah, oh, what would I call it? The Britannia. How about that? Ooh, that sounds uh, very official. All right. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite swing instruction book? Uh, Nick Faldo is a swing for life. Uh, he was my idol growing up. Uh, I still have a copy of my desk with an arm's length at all times. Oh man, good, good book there. I, you know, I, I have this picture of Faldo in my office, and he's wearing a shirt from the Ringling Brothers that says "The Greatest Show on Earth." And uh, I grew up a huge Faldo fan, so kudos for that. Uh, awesome answer. All right, bigger fan of Marvel or Star Wars? Uh, more of a Marvel guy than a Star Wars guy. Nothing against Star Wars. Though. All right. Along those lines, if you could be an actor in any movie, what would it be? Ooh, uh, probably like Legend of Bagavant. I'd like to bring a British theme to sort of uh, uh, Will Smith's character. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're just having some fun here, right? All right. One more for you. When you hear the word teacher, who is the first person that comes to mind? Teacher? Um, oh, there's so many. Hey. Uh, it's, it's impossible to answer. Um, you know, yeah. Who's the first? So many. Uh, Butch, Butch Harmon, probably, right? He's number one on digest rankings. He's been a he's been a he's been a stalwart in the game for so long. He's in our World Teachers Hall of Fame. Uh, he, he's probably the guy that jumps to mind, and uh, for good reason. He did so much great work with Tiger and countless others through the years. Well, I tell you what, Luke Cardenine, when I, we start talking about instruction for the future, you're the first name that pops into my mind. So I can't thank you enough for being on Springdale Golf Live today, giving us the insider recap from the Top 100 Summit. It's awesome, folks. Uh, look this guy up online, golf.com. He said daily they're going to put something up there and it's going to make your game better. Thanks so much, Luke, for being on. Hey, no, more, no problem. Thanks so much for having me. Well, that's it, Wade. Luke Cardenine from Golf Magazine. You know what, folks? It looks like it's about 3.18 p.m. here in Princeton. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Be back after these messages.
The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Rich in distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. There it is, Wade. Right? We all got to come together. Like at the Top 100 Summit. See what I did just there? Just like that, yeah. You see what I did there? Right. I just assumed it was a British thing you were going for. Well, there's that too. You know, Luke is from across the pond, and we wanted to uh, show him some respect. And uh, guy, know, named, guy named Luke who, who chose Marvel over Star Wars. It's a little weird. Interesting. You were paying attention in the That's first half. That's my observation for the day. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? And it's a very astute one. And, uh, thank you. you know, thank you for all of your work, uh, of course, as always, on the board there. Across from me, week in and week out here on Springdale Golf Live. Can't thank you enough. And, uh, you know, we can't thank him enough because, you know, that, that was, uh, you know, just a little bit of a look behind the curtain for something that had a ton of online coverage last week and I thought was really, really cool. And, you know, the instructor aspect of golf has been so important for hundreds of years about how how to get players to play their best. And, you know, when you start talking about players playing their best, you start talking about these leaderboards and that we have in golf that are going on. We have two big events this week. We have the last of the fall series of the PGA Tour down at Sea Island. And then we have the season-ending LPGA tournament, their kind of tournament of champions of sorts. And uh, they're playing for the largest purse ever in LPGA history, $5 million. And the winner the winner gets $1.5 million. So uh, I'm, I'm really happy about that because... You know, giving them that large of a purse and, and this much media coverage and everything is just uh, just a really really cool thing for the LPGA and they're they're down there at Tiburon, which is a Troon facility. So a big shout out to my Troon brethren down there that are running that event. They're going to do a, a tremendous job. I know that giving them first class tournament experience and uh, competing for five million, which I think is a pretty cool thing if you ask me. But um, speaking of cool things, and and the tie in here is with again talking about instruction. 
And um, there's two things real quick that that, I, that I've got to mention here. And the first one is, is that the guy leading in Sea Island is this guy, Tyler Duncan. And everyone's going, Tyler who? You know, and, and no one knows who that is. Right. But he has uh, been on tour for a couple of years. Really, really good player. Obviously, he's been on the PGA Tour and, you know, worked his way up through Corn Ferry, et cetera. But his instructor is someone that I worked with at Alworth. His name's Andy Johnson. And Andy was a former Nationwide Tour winner, which, you know, is now the Corn Ferry. And just just a really, really accomplished teacher. And to see his boy Tyler doing so well, leading the tournament right now, 13 under. And, uh, he, I mean, he's the, this guy's 8 under through 15 holes today. He's just playing great shot 67 yesterday, 13 under par. But you know, the other thing that caught my eye when you start talking about instruction, and we have this little bit of instruction theme today after talking to Luke, is that this guy, Brendan Todd, blows my mind right now. So he is working on what I'm, what I'm going to coin as, and I'm going to copyright this, so. Don't don't get ahead of yourselves, folks, there on social media. But this guy's working on the vacation trifecta. So he won the tour event in Bermuda. Then he says, honey, uh, I got the tour event in Bermuda. Let's take the family now to Mayacoba, which is uh, you know down there in Mexico. So he's down there in Mexico for the next event, and he wins that one. He says, honey, you know the next one's at Sea Island, Georgia. You know none of these are like in the middle of Ohio, Wade. You know he's going from one to the other, and he's won the last two. Now, what's significant about this? You got to listen to this story. He won an event back in 2006, uh, 2016. And since that time, the guy hasn't been able to do anything on tour. Lost his card, went through all sorts of travails with his game to the point where, and these are his words after he won Mayakoba in Mexico last week, he said he couldn't get a fairway wood off the ground. So he kept topping the ball. I mean, this guy's on tour. He got one on tour and he can't break 85 and he's losing his mind, right? So he's losing his mind, and somebody says to him, they say, hey, you should check out this instructor, Bradley Hughes. And Bradley's online, and he's down in South Carolina. You should check this guy out. Now, Brendan Todd went to Georgia, so Georgia, South Carolina. He's kind of familiar with the you know landscape there in the area. So he says, yeah, I'll check him out online. So Bradley Hughes has this ebook there, right? So the guy wrote a book, and he posted it on his website. You, you pay $9.99 or something for it, and you, and you get this book. So he gets the book, right? So he starts reading the book. And the book really resonates with him. So he calls up Bradley Hughes. Now, this happens, you know, months ago. And these two start working together this whole season. And next thing you know, Brendan Todd, you know, gets his card and gets back on tour. And he starts in the fall series back there with the Greenbrier, Greenbrier right around Labor Day. So first couple of events doesn't make the cut. Nothing, nothing flashy here, Wade, right? right. Now, he wins in Bermuda. Wins. Okay. 18 months ago, the guy couldn't get the ball off the ground. And he wins. All right. The, the power of, you know, um, self confidence and self belief in golf can never be, you know, underestimated. Did he say what it was? Was there a defiance over the swing? So he hooks up with Bradley, and Bradley said there was a couple little you know nuances that they worked on, but really what it had a lot to do with was someone believing in him again. His own talent. His own talent. And then this guy, so he wins at Bermuda, he wins at Mexico, and now... As I mentioned, he went to the University of Georgia, which is, you know, not Athens, Georgia, not very far from Sea Island, right? Now he's there. He goes for this trifecta at a golf course that he's probably very comfortable with. This guy could win three tournaments in a row, right? Coming from the from the depths of like the ninth 
lowest spiral of Dante's Inferno, right? And now he's gonna he could win three tournaments in a row and to finish off this fall. I mean, imagine his Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, Brendan, what are you thankful for? I was like, I don't know. I won the vacation trifecta. And, uh, you know, now I'm pretty much set for life in golf. I'm going to go play the Masters in the spring, maybe the U.S. Open. You know, a couple of these, you know, fun tournaments. I mean, I mean, unbelievable. It's just really cool, you know. And you know what else is pretty cool, right? I've got a big announcement that's coming forth with our next week Black Friday Thanksgiving weekend show spectacular. I mean, we have a tremendous guest, but you're going to have to listen to the promo on Fox Sports 920 next week to hear who that is. It's called a tease. It is. Well, but here's not a tease, right? Um, We are going to have our first listener contest, and it's going to start on Black Friday, and it's going to run for four weeks, and we are going to give away a in-house golf simulator, and it'll start next week, and we'll have the details on next week's show. But it's going to be like a $1,000 prize, and all you golf nuts out there that uh, are looking for something to do this winter, um, Christmas could come early for you, because for four weeks, we're going to run this contest, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and someone is going to go away very, very happy come Santa Claus's visit. It when they when he drops off this uh, basically golf in a box and uh, you could put it there in your house. So I, I'm pretty excited about that and uh, just goes to show that the show is growing and everybody loves it. People are reaching out and they're they're pretty proud of what we're doing and growing the game and talking about the pop culture of golf. And uh, before you send me over to Doug Gottlieb here, you know, which I we have to do with much chagrin, um, we got to talk about our sponsors and friends here. First and foremost, the New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, FH Wadsworth. We love them all. Of course, we love the folks at Troon, um, my board of governors there at Springdale Golf Club, and most importantly, folks, we love our listeners, which is why we're going to start running that contest next week. So tune in and make sure you get the information and uh, compete, because you never know, you might win. Well, you know what, folks? That music means I'm heading to Springdale. But where are you headed? So let the tower be your guide. And from Princeton to Sea Island, Georgia, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. This has been Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the team next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. We now return you to our regularly scheduled National Fox Sports 920, The Jersey programming already in progress.